fruit is way healthier than uh, candy. It's way healthier than pop. It's way healthier than most juice boxes that are out there. No matter what your plan A or plan B is, always be safe. Welcome back. This is episode number 106 of the Two Type Ones podcast. As always, before we get started, please remember that nothing that you hear in the Two Type Ones podcast should be considered medical advice or otherwise. Please always consult your medical team before making any changes to your diabetes management. Also, please don't forget to like or subscribe and leave a five-star review on any platform that you listen to your podcasts on. If you're listening to the show on a platform that allows you to write a written review, I'd love to hear your feedback. What do you think about the show? What type of topics do you want me to talk about in the future? Written reviews and five-star reviews really help this show grow, and I really appreciate all of you guys' support tuning in week by week. All right. I've been asking you guys for the last two, three, maybe four weeks to send in some questions and we're going to start talking about those questions and, and debating those questions. And, and I'm really going to dive into these questions uh, for three to four minutes, give you my perspective on the question. And we're going to start that today. Last episode, episode 105, I talked about the stigmatism I think that's in diabetes um, and how we think about lows versus highs. And I don't want to give too much away. I want you to go back and listen to that episode. I had a lot of really good nuggets in it that I talked about. But uh, this question comes from Susan. And in that episode, in last week's episode, I talked about how I treat lows. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you probably know that I really like to treat lows with fruit. And I don't really like to do much with juice boxes or um, things like pop or candies or things, you know, things like that. And the reason for that is is because fruit is way healthier than uh, candy. It's way healthier than pop. It's way healthier than most juice boxes that are out there. And saying that, I also think that there needs to be a plan A and plan B. Because I'm going to have my plan A on how I treat lows and how I treat highs and I'm going to have a plan B. And my plan A is always to try to combat that low with some fruit. And Susan's question was, at what point do you uh, switch up your plan A and your plan B? So if you have, for my, as an example for me, if I am using fruit to treat a low and I'm 45 or I'm 50 and I'm still going down and this thing's going down fast. And I don't know if this fruit that I'm about to eat is going to save me from a hypoglycemic event. Thank God I've never had one of those, but every person's different. And my answer to this is no matter what your plan A or plan B is, always be safe, right? So if you like to treat loads of juice boxes, who am I to tell you not to do that? I just think there's other healthier ways, depending on what your glucose or your blood sugar is. If you're 70 and trending down a little bit, or you're 100 and trending down, and you still feel a little bit, maybe at that point you treat with something a little bit healthier than a juice box. But at the end of the day, you have to be safe. And if you are falling and falling and falling, and you're someone that 
maybe suffers from hypoglycemia or you're someone that maybe has has passed out before uh, because of hypoglycemia, I want you to be safe. And you grab that juice box, you grab that piece of candy, you grab that glucose tablet, whatever you have to do to get that thing up there, to get that, that blood sugar back up. So that's that's my uh, kind of exp- my thought process, not really experience, but my thought process behind uh, Susan's question. So Susan, thank you much, so much for sending in your question. Everyone else, keep sending your questions, and I'm going to pick one, maybe two, depending on how long I think this that conversation is going to go, because um, I don't want to dive too much into the actual episode here, but um, keep sending your questions in. I, I, I love to answer these questions. I love talking to people on social and giving my perspective, because that's all this is. It's my perspective and, and my belief. So send in your question, and you might be picked for next week. All right, let's dive into today's episode. For the next 10, maybe 15 minutes, I want to just quickly give my review of Purple Hearts, the new diabetes movie on Netflix. It's a great, great movie. It portrays diabetes in a fabulous way. They could have done more with the movie and with the character that has diabetes, Cassie uh, Salazar, played by Sophia Carson, but they did a really good job for one of the very first movies that have come out about diabetes. There has been a Pixar movie that has a young little kid or a young kid uh, with, I believe it's a CGM, CGM. Um, but this is really the real, the first real live movie with uh, that portrays diabetes. And I think that they did it a very, did a very good job. And I wanted to give my thoughts because I have a lot of thoughts um, that, this movie shows what real life is and the message that I got from it was super powerful. So let's dive into the first, the very first scene of the movie. Cassie is singing. She, Cassie's a struggling singer. Uh, she, in the movie, she had just got diagnosed with diabetes uh, six months ago and she's trying to figure everything out. And if you're someone that was just diagnosed in the last year or in the last six months, or even the last two years, you know that those first couple months, that first years, is a struggle. Trying to find support, trying to find your way, trying to get all of the insurance stuff figured out, trying to get your supplies. Um, it, it's a whirlwind. It really is. And this movie portrayed that very, very well within the first part of the movie, really the first quarter of the movie. And the very first scene, Cassie's up on stage singing with her band. She's also a bartender at this place that she sings. Her, her and her band sings. And they get off the stage and she hears this alarm. And it, it's the first thing. It's like, oh my God, yes, th- this happens all the time. You hear alarms go off. You set alarms. At this time in the movie, she's not on any technology. So she's just manual testing and, and doing MDI through um, needles and and vials so she goes and checks her bag and she's setting an alarm to check her sugar she goes out to her car checks her sugar and has to give herself some insulin the next scene was this the scene that was very powerful for me she realizes in that moment that she gives her self a shot and again this is within the very first five minutes of the movie that she's running out of insulin she takes fast-acting insulin and slow-acting insulin from vials 
They never kind of tell you what type of insulin that uh, Cassie is on, but she's down to the wire in this file, which is hilarious because the very next scene, the very next scene, which I think portrays diabetes in just such a profound way and looking at what's going on with insulin costs, what's going on in the government, what's going on with insulin companies. The very next scene, Cassie is in the pharmacy trying to get a prescription refill for her insulin. She's out of fast acting and she's out of slow acting and she's running out of her backup insulin. And this pharmacist, and I know that this is not the pharmacist's fault, says, we can't fill your prescription for four more days. So Cassie, who is a brand new diabetic trying to figure all this shit out, now has to either pay out of pocket and to get her fast-acting insulin, just one vial, and her slow-acting insulin, um, it's going to be over $1,000 because she can't, because her, her insurance doesn't, doesn't lapse for four more days. This is such a big problem. And I was just so touched that they put this, this pharmacy scene out there because it is absolutely showing what real life is like. Uh, we're us going to the pharmacy, being told like, oh, we can't fill your prescription yet. We can't fill your prescription yet. We can't fill your prescription yet. Where in Cassie's case, maybe in some cases, maybe she's sick and she has to use more insulin or she's like just learning how to regulate her insulin. It's just, it's so crazy to me. And there was a comment in that scene that I thought was amazing. And that comment was after she realized that she had to try to wait for four days with a barely any insulin left in her backup insulin vial. She says, thanks, Big Pharma. I thought that's, that line was amazing. Thanks, Big Pharma. That was awesome. So th- that second scene, literally the first 10, to 10 maybe 15 minutes of the, of the movie, was everything you needed to know about diabetes. The rest of it, the, the rest of the movie was great. There was a lot of other diabetic uh, scenes, which I'm going to go into here in a second because I, I think they're also important to talk about because they, we can learn a lot from these movies, especially if you're brand new. Um, but that, that's, that pharmacy scene was so, it, it just aligned with me and it just touched me so much that that scene was in there. Okay. Now, let's go to the next scene with diabetes. So at this point in Cassie's journey, she's trying to figure everything out. She's trying, she's struggling with uh, paying her bills because uh, she can't hurt the insurance actually that she's on doesn't pay for the insulin. So she does, she has to pay a lot of money out of pocket. So the very third, the, the third scene, there's a, there's a really cool portrayal of a hypoglycemia a pretty bad a pretty significant event cassie's on stage singing with her band and they finish up their um they finish up their song and you see cassie almost start passing out she almost falls she basically falls off of the stage and then she's walking to her bag to get her uh, glucose monitor and her insulin so i know it's a hype hyperglycemic episode because she goes in the bathroom tests her sugar you don't ever see what her sugar actually is when she tests it um but then she gives herself a shot 
And once she gives herself a shot, now her insulin is gone. And in this moment, we don't know if she's like where she is within that four days. If it's like day four or if it's day, if it's still like day one, day two of that four days that she has to wait before she has, before she can refill her insulin prescription. So now this look on her face is amazing of this like, oh shit, now what do I do? Now what am I supposed to do? And this also touched home with me so much because I've seen so many unfortunate accidents or unfortunate people dying because they have to regulate their insulin because they can't take their normal doses because they have to regulate everything because they don't have enough insulin. And again, this is just something that's so powerful to me because it's like that shouldn't even be happening. That shouldn't even be a problem that we're going through in, in the world and the United States. Nothing. That shouldn't be a problem. So that scene touched me really well, that hypoglycemic um, scene. Now going into the next part, which I think this is a, a, an interesting piece. We go back to the political thing. So Cassie, her political viewpoints are more on the left. And Luke, his political viewpoints are on the right. So Luke is a past drug addict. Um, He lost his mom and he turned to prescription drugs, which again is another really cool thing that they, they brought into the movie because this is also another big problem with prescription drugs and becoming an addict on prescription drugs. So to get himself clean, he joined the Marines. And Cassie, she's realizing that uh, if she marries someone in the Marines or in the, in the military, she can get free health care. So now uh, Luke, who is a past addict and owes his drug dealer or his dealer that got on prescription drugs uh, all this money, and if they get married, they have the ability to make money. They can make an extra $4,000, whatever it is. I don't know what it is. Uh, that's not the point of the of this process in the movie. But the reason I bring this up is, again, this is us diabetics trying to figure out whatever way we can to help pay for our supplies, pay for our medications that we need. So both of them come up with this idea to uh, get married, even though it's going to be a fake marriage. Luke is getting ready to be deployed to Afghanistan or Afghanistan for a year. So now Cassie can be on free health care for a year. And I thought, I'm not condoning this behavior because this is something that the military does for married people. And I absolutely don't condone that, that type of thing. But it was just interesting for me to think about, like, if I was in that situation, what, do I, what, do I, what would I do? What would you do in that situation where you have the opportunity to get free health care based off of these legality rules? Um, so I thought that was a, a very interesting piece to bring up. Now, fast forward into the movie, and we had a hypoglycemic episode. And this was an interesting interesting thing how they portrayed this, because Cassie, at this point in the movie, she's got a record deal. Her band is, is blowing up, and now she comes home from a, uh, from a concert that they did and she ends up having a hypoglycemic episode because she didn't eat she probably wasn't regulating what 
what uh, she was doing because she wasn't eating. She was hyper-focused on what's, go- what's going on. So sh- her um, blood sugar started bottling out. And also it's in- important to point at this point in the movie. The beginning of the movie, she was on MDI and testing uh, with her, testing her glucose manually. And then now because her and Luke got married, she has free healthcare. Now she's on a Medtronic pump and a Medtronic sensor. And it's interesting because they, they, they pick a number to display in this scene, which is 68 for a hypoglycemic episode. And it is, she's acting like an, it is an hypoglycemic episode. Absolutely. Because she's like almost passing out. She's fainting and Luke has to help her. The reason I bring this, this up is because it is another for me, it was another situation to look at all of us are different and unique because me at 68, I would have never been feeling like that. I wouldn't, I would have never almost passed out unless, I mean, I've been 35 before and haven't passed out, felt like shit, but haven't passed out. And it was, so it was interesting that they picked something like 68. Um, but I'm sure, I'm sure other people have been in that position. Have you been in that position at 68, 70? When do you really feel those lows? Um, so I thought that was a very interesting piece. So from from there, most of the diabetes scenes in the movie are pretty much done. You still get some diabetes talk. You still get some stuff. But the rest of it is now Luke and Cassie have to find um, common ground so they both don't go to jail and uh, get committed of fraud. But, and I, and I don't want to go into the, the rest of the end of the movie, go watch it, um, because that's not what this episode really needs to be about. But I just, I thought that when I watched this episode, <clears throat> excuse me, when I watched this this movie and all of the portraying of diabetes and how they portrayed it, again, they could have done, uh, so many different things uh, different or some uh, added some stuff. I don't even know if saying that they could have done so many things different is the right choice of words, but they could have added a bunch more stuff for sure. But that wasn't obviously what the movie was all about diabetes. So, but it was a great movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was a perfect interpretation of diabetes for the very first live interpretation of diabetes um, and I'm glad it came out. And if you haven't seen it, you got to go see it. It's just such a great movie, Purple Hearts. Um, I watched it three times. <laughs> Not going to lie. I did watch it three times. But if you have seen it, I would love to hear what your thoughts are. Send me an email. Send me a message on Instagram at the two type ones pod. And uh, I'd love to hear what your thoughts were about the movie. Because it was it really was a really cool movie to watch and just kind of see diabetes so hopefully people that don't really know much about diabetes and watched it learned a little bit of some little learned a little bit about diabetes because that's what we're all here for is to one educate us and continue to figure out what works for ourselves but also educate the public educate the people that aren't in the community and get them in the community get them to help with giving donating for research or whatever it is so let's let's keep the, all this awareness going so 
All right, guys. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed me rambling on about this movie. And don't forget to send in your questions. Um, this is going to be really fun for me. I, I just I cannot wait to continue to answer everyone's questions. So make sure you send in your questions and maybe you'll be picked for the next episode. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening and I will see you next time.